This, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career? Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell. Hey, everybody. This is Josh and Kayla with Married to Safety. Wherever you are and however you may be listening, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to start today's show like we do every show. We're going to have a breathing exercise presented by Kayla. Presented by, okay. I know, I'm getting sophisticated Yes, with this. and Josh has told me that I need to give you a little more guidance on this because it, apparently he can't hold his breath or something like that. So anyway, we're going to take it all the way in. You take a big, deep breath in and you feel all that tension release from your shoulders and your chest and you hold that for like maybe four counts and then you release all of that out through your mouth. That's a great breathing exercise that can benefit us. So Let's do a couple. Okay, a couple of these. Okay, so we're going to go in through the nose. Hold at the top for four, three, two, one. Big release out through the mouth. Good focus. Another one? Yes. Take it all the way to the top through your nose. Hold it at the top for four, three, two, one. And release through the mouth. Awesome. Ooh, don't you feel better? I do. I feel focused. Yeah. But what are we going to talk about today? Because we're talking about perfection. So how are we going to incorporate that into today's show? Well, so something that is very much on our heart to talk about because it has been almost a year, which is unbelievable. We started out 2020, whoo, kind of rough. And, and for many reasons, um, but one of the main reasons was that Due to some circumstances and things that had happened, we ended up having some visitors stay with us for a couple of months. We did. And so these visitors were very, very special to us. Um, and we were just coming off some pretty traumatic stuff. Uh, Kayla actually had a lumpectomy in her in her breast. We had to deal with, with that um, and some of the fear that goes along with that. But these special guests uh, were my brother. And his then um, girlfriend. Uh, and what's interesting about this is I have a very funny little um, past when it comes to siblings. Uh, probably much different than most people. Um, my father, who I was estranged from, from the time I was, oh, what, three, four, um, all the way till, when did I meet him? 26? 28. One of those. One of those numbers in the 20s. Um, so over 20 years had gone by when, when I had last seen him and I guess he'd read the Bible and he said, I need to, uh, you know, populate the earth. And so he, he tried his damnedest to do that and he, <laughs> and he made it happen. Uh, but one of the joys of, of reconnecting with him was I got to meet my then two year old and four year old, um, brothers and their, was she nine? Ten, she I was think. 10. Kelsey is 10. So I, I met my sister Kelsey when she was 10. Um, and so it was, it was, it was awesome because, you know, here I am almost 30, 30 years old and I've got these very, very, very young siblings. And so it was interesting. And the funny thing about it is that one of the siblings, Jordan, who was the four-year-old, um, immediately developed a crush for Kayla. 
And <laughs> to the point where it got kind of uncomfortable. And my dad at the time was like, uh, is this as uncomfortable for you as it is for me? Cause this is kind of weird. Like he's, he's, he's like a stage five clinger with, with Kayla and he's four years old and it was awesome. He called her Kelly. Um, and so that's how the story begins. But the, the, the interesting thing is life happens. Um, unfortunately my, my father passed away in 2010, uh, from cancer. And when we were getting ready to have his funeral, I met two more brothers and sisters that I've never met before. So we've got this really interesting family dynamic and we've always felt a really, really close attachment to, to the younger kids. Um, probably because they were the first ones we met. Um, and, and we were very, very close to them and life happens. Um, and sometimes life sucks and it's unfair, um, but life does happen and life goes on. And we were speaking with him um, back in, in early 2020, and he expressed an interest to come live with us. And we actually had been trying to get him to come live with us for many years, many, many, many years. And that's a, some of that is a, a story for another show where we're going to have to take a right. deep dive into that. But right. Um, he actually said, well, you know, I'm, I'm dating this girl and she's got this wonderful little girl and I want to talk to her and see if she would want to come. And before we knew it, they had agreed and they were on their way down here and, you know, not a lot of, of, of financial stability there. So we helped him get down and, you know, that's where the story kind of begins. And that's really, um, the toughest part about the story because that's when we were so, so excited about yes. them coming to see us. And I wish we had had this show going on back then because things would have been much differently because um, we hope that we don't um, appear condescending or act like we have our collective stuff together all the time on the show because we don't. And we've made significant errors in our life and some of them very recent. So what was your experience like with that? Well, just in starting, let's say, please remember that life is a journey and we're still on ours and we really wanted to help them on their journey. And so, first of all, it started with a night of shopping at Ikea because we had this little 13-month-old coming to see us. And, boy, we didn't even know what we were getting into. She's probably one of the love of our lives now that we'll always be connected to. She was just a blessing in our home. Truly a blessing, probably something that we needed that we didn't even know we needed for all of us. And just a little light of joy, truly. And so that alone was just this amazing experience. But we got to meet her mother and she turned out to be a very close friend of mine because she was in our home and we discussed many things and the main thing that we discussed was how similar brothers can be, even though they weren't raised together. And genes are strong, it turns out. Yes. But we really had to examine ourselves because they were at such a point in their lives that they were so broken and down that to them, it looked like we were perfect. And we were accused of that many times during the course of this event, I would say. And 
that was really heartbreaking because we were trying so very hard to be mentors and to teach them how to live life and want more out of life. And we screwed up. Oh, and especially me and Kayla says we, it was a lot to do with me. And, and part of my problem is, you know, I saw myself in my little brother and, you know, Earlier in my life, especially through college, I struggled so much with finances and I made so many just critical and terrible errors that I was like overzealous with trying to make sure that they understood they can't make those errors. And um, I even made a couple of comments that, you know, to the point of you're going to have to be perfect when, when you're behind the eight ball, when you don't have, you know, anything in this world, you, you kind of got to be perfect. And that was a terrible message to send to them, probably stressed them out even more than they already were, but we really, really wanted to help. And what ended up happening is, so I helped, I helped um, my brother get a job with one of our our awesome clients here in Orlando. Um, Didn't really ask him what he wanted to do, just said that you need to make money and money, money, money. And to me, I wanted to help him get out of their despair so badly that we never really concentrated on the why behind everything. It was always about make sure you have enough to, to provide for your family, a roof over your head, make sure that, that you're secure and they weren't secure. And in our, in our overzealousness, I'm not certain if that's a word, we'll see if that's a word <laughs> later on, but you know, in our eagerness to make sure that they were taken care of and we were scared to death that they would come down here and fall flat on their face. And what ended up, ended up happening is that I think I put way too much pressure on him and it was a fractured relationship anyway, but they ended up getting married, which was amazing down here. Um, and he was going to join the service, which would have been just a, a, a great thing for him to do. And unfortunately things didn't turn out that way. And that was the plan was for him to come down um, for long enough to establish himself and his little family and to join the service and and to start life that way, and and unfortunately life threw him some some bad news, and he wasn't able to to do what he wanted to with the service, and you know rather than you know embrace that, uh, there was this feeling that I had that okay well now you're going to have to go and work extra hard, reverting back to my old ways. The harder you work, the more money you make, the happier you'll be, and instead of embracing the fact that maybe the plans had changed significantly. We never really had those discussions. And so they ended up leaving, um, and heading back, um, home. And, you know, that, that a lot of that, you know, was life, but a lot of that was us taking a look at our expectations versus their reality. You know, what, what was their reality? Their reality is they were broken. They didn't know where their next meal was coming from. They didn't know how to pay to put gas in their car. Our expectation was work really hard and you'll be able to overcome these things. And we didn't realize that they, we were probably not setting the best example because we kept pushing, pushing, pushing for them to do well. And instead of just finding out what they wanted out of life, I don't know if I ever had that conversation. I know you did. Yeah, I had a lot of conversations and we did so much. I mean, we did like disc training with them because we use that in our company and we really worked with them before they got married. And, you know, it was just this thing that 
after they left, we actually left on okay terms, but since then it has just not been that great between you and your brother. And I think there's a lot of embarrassment. And the reason I wanted to discuss this today is because we're talking about perfection. And I think that there were so many different things going through all of our heads that, yes, we probably were trying to be perfect for them and forgetting that we're not perfect. And we were wanting them to be perfect. And all of that just went right back to fear. We were fear. We, we were in fear we were going to fail them. We were in fear that they were going to leave and fail. And so there was just so much going on. And we learned so much about ourselves and perfection, I would say, and fear in that story as well. And so just wanted to share that with you today because we were talking about, you know, how your behavior affects others. And we so often work with people or are friends with people and we may say things that we don't even realize we're saying and you don't ever know what they're dealing with in their mind at home, uh, just certain circumstances that, you know, they could be dealing with in their, with their children, with a loved one and so, or a spouse even. So I just really felt like we should talk about perfectionism in that aspect today and see if we could relate that also back to the job site and how, we misread people and we expect too much out of them and it backfires on us. Well, and I think the great tie in there and, and so there, there is some, some silver lining here, right? So, so we actually did help them um, probably not as much as we would want, but they actually helped us more than, than we helped them. Uh, I think we were able to take a really deep look into our own ways and saying, wow, I wonder how that was perceived. Oh, I wonder how they felt when we did this. Right. And so I wonder if there's anybody out there that has ever had this um, conversation at work where somebody said, oh, wow, I didn't know you were like that. Or, oh, wow, I didn't know you were a good person. I mean, I've heard that so many different times when you start learning more about people and you're like, Oh, I didn't know you were a good person. And you're like, Oh wow. I didn't mean to say that. And it comes out and you're like, cause you've got this person sitting in front of you and they always present themselves as this stern workaholic da, 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 da. and you find out that they're at home with their daughter playing, you know, dress up. And you're like, huh, I didn't know you were a real person. And so I think that's maybe kind of the, the, what we want everybody to get out of this particular show is, your expectation of somebody else's reality doesn't matter. Their reality is their reality. And whatever you have going in your mind, whatever thoughts you're forming in your, your brain about what they should be, what they shouldn't be, it really doesn't matter. Because what really matters is what is their own reality. And you see this all the time with relationships when they disintegrate because people find out, you know, oh, that person isn't who, who I thought they were or, or whatever the case may be. But really, it's just, are you digging deep enough to ask the right questions to find out what somebody's reality is? Are you, are you wondering why that person is in such a bad mood every day that they come to work? Are you wondering why behind some of the things? And I'll give you an example. 
there's been times when I felt like a real turd because, you know, there's a, there's a individual at work that literally I don't want to see coming. And, you know, they, they're in a bad mood every single morning. And I'm like, man, why can't this person just have a better attitude? Why can't they be more like me and have a better attitude and be positive all the time and happy, happy, happy. And you find out later on that this person is having to drop off their kid at daycare that they can't afford. They're getting ready to get kicked out of daycare because of behavioral problems and they have no other alternatives. It's a tremendous stress that I never even thought about because work, 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 work is all that matters. And those things are devastating. I mean, I guess they are for me when I find out that I've really been a jerk and I've judged people because of what my perception of what their reality should be. And if I just had a couple conversations to find out why, that might have changed the entire relationship. So that's kind of the tie-in to this. And I know it's, it's a kind of a curvy road that we went through right. today with this. Right. But I think, too, that we need to address the fact that we love helping people, but we've always done it in a very safe way. And this one was stepping out for us and it was not so safe because we didn't know what we were inviting into our home. We didn't know how this was going to affect our son. We took a great risk with that and it affected all of us, uh, you know, the good, the bad, all of it. And it was a great experience, an eye-opening experience, but I think that the the whole point here is don't be afraid to interrupt your perfection. If you do have a great life at home, realize that not everyone does and invite something in that might disrupt that, that may open your eyes, that you might be able to help other people. And I should probably just add really quick that I was really inspired to share this story today about not being perfect and all those things because I got a message from an old friend that I hadn't seen in a while that had listened to our podcast and was encouraging me and thanking me for what we were saying. And I, I can't even believe it. I was, I was speechless and it meant so much to me that she reached out because she, in the brief time that we lived in the same area, of course, we didn't live there for long, but she was such an encouragement to me and like always, always brought joy to me in my life. And I remember a day that she sent me this random text and said, strange question, but do you have anything for a boy that's around a certain age, you know, that you might be able to share with me? And I asked no questions and we started going through everything, loaded up boxes. We took it to her house and what a mess she was in. It was perfectly imperfect. It, it was. was, she had taken these two kids in to make their lives better. She so encouraged me and our family to step out of our perfect little box that we were in and to help others. And if it hadn't been for her, I'm not even sure I would have had the courage to take them into our home. And so it was really ironic that she reached out to me today when we were going to talk about this because she 
really, really was an encouragement to me and doesn't even know that. So there you go, Candace. Thank you. Awesome. So thanks you. Thank you everybody for listening today. We hope you've enjoyed it wherever you are and however you may be doing it. Have an awesome rest of your day. Don't be perfect. Don't be perfect. Invite things that aren't perfect into your life. Take a risk. Take a chance on not being perfect. And if life gets tough, just breathe. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Safety FM. Changing safety cultures. One broadcast and one podcast at a time.